0: Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. 1 Peter chapter 2 from verse 1. Wherefore, well, lay aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisy and envy and all evil speaking. As newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. If so be that ye have tasted, ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious, to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. You also, as living stones, have built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, behold, I lay in uh, in Sion or Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believes on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient the stone which the builders disallowed the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling. And a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, where whereunto also they were appointed. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of Him who has called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. Which in time past were not a people, but but are now the people of God which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Somebody shout hallelujah. Here ends the reading of God's word, and may God add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Last week, it's interesting how we learned a few things about we being built. Let me pick up again, just a quick recap. Uh, wherefore, lay aside, and then it says, as newborn babies, remember, He says, we starts from chapter one, I always said, it, it starts from uh, first Peter chapter 1, verse 23, how we have been regenerated by the seed of God's word. So we have been regenerated by the word of God. We have been regenerated by the word of God. And then it goes on in the, uh, uh, so first of all, we are the seed of God, all right? Or the seed of God gives birth to us. The word of God comes to us as a seed. Then in chapter 2, verse 2, it talks about, uh, as newborn babies crave the sincere milk of the word. One thing that we we, it's easy to miss is that word desire. In some translations, it uses crave. All right. So as newborn babies, crave, desire, crave, crave, crave the pure milk. The pure there means that it's as pure as a mother's breast milk, directly into the mouth of the baby, uncont- uncontaminated. But you know, if you go and get the milk from a cow, it must be processed for it to be quite pure, right? But the mother's milk is so pure, uncontaminated. Nothing, nothing. Uh, uh, has infiltrated it. And he says, the word of God is actually pure, and we should crave that pure pure word. And the, the craving means desire it. That's, you you actually want it that bad. That's what it means. You should want the word of God so bad that nothing, nothing can replace that desire for God's word. It's almost like an, a, a strong addiction. Addicted to the word of God. You want it. Without the word of God, you begin to have withdrawal syndrome. Hallelujah. I said, crave, desire, desire the word desire the word desire the words so create the sincere milk of the, the sincere the pure unadulterated the adolos. you remember the greek word adolos, milk of god's word that you may grow by thereby which is grow into your salvation we see niv uses the word that you grow unto salvation so in your salvation so it's a salvation journey we are growing into it more then so you see we are saying the word of god is a seed now the word of god is milk so it's organic first of all it's agricultural or first of all it's botanical now it is uh, uh um it's just organic it's it's like from the animal kingdom or from a mammal. all right then it moves on then it says that that says the word of god who is jesus same thing he says that verse 3 if so be you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. To whom? You have to come to the Lord before you can have this. So to whom coming, watch this. This is very important. To whom coming as unto a living stone, a living stone, disallowed indeed of, of men by chosen of God and precious. So as we are coming to him, he's a living stone to us. We, we, he's a living stone. Now I'll show you something as we go on in the text. It's very interesting. Jesus is a stone. He's not only a stone to we be the believers. He's a stone anyway, whether you like it or not. You like him or not. you like it or not, he's a stone. But it's a particular type of stone to us. Now, Bible says he's a living stone. When you read the New Test, the Old Testament, the law was given on stones, and the law of stones were. It, it, Bible said the letter. Second Corinthians chapter three, I think verse five or verse six. Yeah, verse six. He said the letter killeth, but the spirit gives life. So the letter, if if you just look at the word of God just from a grammatic point of view, it's not going to generate life. All right, but the word of God is meant to generate life. And so the word of God has life. Remember, Hebrews chapter Hebrews chapter um, 4, verse 12, said the word of God is living and sharp. So the word of God has life. It's a living word. So we are saved by this word, which is a seed. Seed is meant to have life. It contains life. And it conveys life, as I explained the other time. Seed contains and conveys life. It contains life, and it conveys life. Whatever the seed gets to, the life germinates. The life in the seed is not any different life, but the life in the seed is what germinates. So when we get born again, is the life in God's word that germinates. And now we have the nature of God, the life of God. That's what gets us born again. Now we have to grow in that life. Until we begin to grow, we are not really transformed. So you are born again, but there are still elements of yourself. Your old self that will, if you are not careful will get in the way of your walk with God. So we are, we are supposed to grow in our salvation. We are supposed to develop in our salvation. And then when we are growing our salvation, it's, it, the story begins to change. But back to the living stone, Jesus Christ is the living stone. While the the the, the Old Testament, the law the law was given on stones that was, that couldn't give life even though it carried the purity of god it didn't have the life of god to give to give life so the as, as you may say the the law was written on stones that was actually the law bible says that uh, uh um sin came by the law and then death came by sin romans chapter 7 so by the law is the knowledge of sin so sin came by the law and death by sin so the law that was supposed to Actually, convey the nature of God was actually killing us. Bible says in Romans chapter seven verse eleven that sin living in me took the law and killed me. So the law became a, a murder weapon. Okay, so sin living in me. Bible says that I uh, for sin taking occasion of the commandment that's the law deceived me. And by it, by the law, killed me. So sin used the law to murder, to kill. So the law became a murder weapon. But Jesus Christ is the life-giving spirit. Hallelujah. According to First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45, Jesus Christ, the last Adam, became a life-giving spirit. He's the life-giving spirit. If you have him, you have life. So Christ is our life. So Bible says that he is the living stone, the stone that gives life. So now, coming to First Peter chapter 2, Coming to him as a living stone, not a dead stone, but a living stone. Hallelujah! It's a stone that conveys life. Living stone. So in the first place, let me go back to it again. It says that uh, to him, coming as unto a living stone. This this, men are not interested, but that's fine. You don't have to wait for people to be interested in Christ before you walk with him or, or celebrate him. Christ is precious if you are saved. Whether people like him or not. Whether... Uh, the general population like him or not, whether he's celebrated in the media or not, in your workplace or not, in uh, in, this, in the field of academia or not, uh, in science or not, that doesn't change anything. When you are saved, you find out that Christ is precious. If I were you, I would, I would just say, Christ is precious to me. If you are born again, then Christ, and you should be bold about that, that Christ is precious. Hallelujah! Christ is precious. a precious stone. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now, watch this. We move on to the uh, so verse five. Ye also, so as you are coming to Christ, something is happening to you as well. Um, now, this is very important. I took my time to mention it last week, but permit me to go over it again because repetition brings uh, uh, learning. Repetition enforces learning, and it's important. Paul, well, Peter said, I know you know these things in 2 Peter 1. I know you know these things, but I will, I will not stop saying it over and over again, so that even long after my departure from verse 14 and 15, 14, uh, 13, 40, 15, 2 Peter 1, 14, uh, 13, 14, 15. He said, I know, I know you know these things already, but to say it again is not a problem at all. I'll keep saying it again, so that long after my departure, you will still remember these things. So it's very important. Now, watch this. He said that uh, Jesus Christ, uh of verse five you also as living stones are built up a spiritual house we are being built so now watch this we are saved all right we are regenerated by the seed we grow by the milk and and once you grow by the milk you end up becoming the stone there's transformation that takes place through watch this through the milking process so every believer needs the milk the adulterous word of God, the guileless word of God, the sincere milk of the word. Every believer is not only baby believers; it's every believer, it is the only means by which you can be we can be transformed. This is very important. Now, there is nowhere in scripture or uh, in life where we are we are uh, we are created stones. We are created with clay. In fact, in Romans chapter nine, verse twenty-three, it talks about we being vessels of clay. All right, so we are vessels of clay in fact I think from verse 18 in particular it talks about how a clay cannot ask the master why did you make me so so we are vessels of clay that's that's the point we are vessels of clay it says it very clearly we are vessels but the vessels are made of clay that he might make you know the riches of the uh, uh, of his glory on the vessels of mercy we are vessels so we are vessels and then bible says in second corinthians chapter 4 verse 7. We we have this treasure in earthen vessel, clay vessels. All right, so we are vessels of clay. Now, but here in First Peter chapter two verse five, he also as lively stones. Since when did we become lively stones, but not clay? I want to draw your attention to something very interesting because Peter, Peter actually focuses on his experience with Christ. Because when you watch the writings of Paul, which in theological uh, we call the Pauline epistles or Pauline writings. Okay. Uh, when you look at the Pauline writings and epistles and letters, uh, Paul is, it was Paul who depicted the church as the body of Christ on earth. Why? Because of his initial encounter with Jesus. He encountered Jesus in a very graphic, in a very radical way. So his initial encounter with Jesus made him describe Christ in a very interesting way. How did he describe uh, Christ? He describes Christ uh, the body of Christ as Christ. So the church as the body of Christ. But why did he do that? Because you remember Bible says that he was persecuting the church and in, according, to Acts, according to Acts Bible says in uh, Acts chapter 9 Jesus Christ met him and he said why, why persecuted thou me? And Paul said no, who are you? I mean what you say i'm persecuting i can persecute you Fire su- such a fiery powerful personnel personality he said the church you are dealing with is my is me so paul's conversion his his conversion experience brought something stuck into his memory some stuck reality into his memory or into him that actually the church on earth is the body of christ that is why paul depicted the church as the body of Christ. And he explained it in Romans, in uh, in Corinthians, and in other parts of the scriptures of Pauline writing. He actually portrays the church very clearly as the body of Christ. Now, because of his conversion experience. Now, Peter comes. He didn't say the church is the body of Christ, which even though it is, he focuses on the fact that the church is a is, is collection of stones or building together of stones. Where did, did he get that from? You remember in John chapter 1, verse 42, when they brought Peter, when Andrew brought Peter to Jesus from verse 41, Jesus, when Jesus saw Andrew, and saw Peter, and he says that, and he find, he's talking about um, uh, 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 Andrew. He first found his brother Simon, and said to him, we have found the Bazaar. So verse 42 says that, and verse 42, and he brought him to Jesus. Now, when Jesus looked at him, he said, you are Simon, the son of Jonah, you shall be called Cephas, which by interpretation, a stone." Did you see his experience? His experience was stony experience in that sense. His trans it is no, Jesus said, you are not, I'm going to be dealing, I'm not going to be dealing with you as a reed, which uh, that's the meaning of Simon. Simon means a reed. He said, no, forget about the reed status. I'm actually, I will be dealing with you as a stone because you are a stone so this stone experience stayed so much on his mind and yet he wasn't a stone because he was still a really shaky that's why he denied christ but when he spoke about the revelation of christ in matthew chapter 16 verse 16 jesus the peter said you are christ the son of the living you are the christ the son of the living god and jesus turned to him and he says that flesh and blessed are you simon all right, you are still Simon, not not uh, not uh, Cephas, Simon, son of Jordan, From your natural state, you are Simon. Flesh and blood has not revealed to you, but by Father in heaven, then Jesus released the big revelation. Verse eighteen, He said, "You are you are Peter." Now He didn't say Simon, say you are Peter, which is the Greek translation for Cephas, Okay, so in the Greek translation for Cephas is Petros, uh, is, uh, Petros which in English we say Peter. So, Petrus is the Greek, which is Peter, but Petrus is the Greek translation of the Hebrew Cephas. And Cephas means a rock or a, a, a small rock or a stone. So, Jesus said, You are a, a, a small stone, a piece of a rock, a small stone. I told you I'm making you a stone. You are stone. So, it is, it's, it's addressed Simon and he told Simon in the verse uh, verse 17. Bible said, You are Simon. It's very interesting. Blessed are you, Simon. Simon. But guess what? Then verse 18. It says that Simon, even though you are Simon, you are Peter. Simon, you are Peter. I told you when I called you. You are cephus, you are a stone. Hallelujah. And then he says that upon this revelation, every revelation is a rock. Okay. And Christ is the revelation. Upon this revelation about Christ, I'll build my church. That's the first. That's the first mention of the word church in the Bible. And for your information, it came from the mouth of Jesus, the Lord himself, the builder of the church, the owner of the church. No pastor owns a church. Nobody can own the church. No one can be the head of the church apart from Christ. He owns the church. He's the lord of the church. He's the savior of the church. He's the lover of the church. He's the owner of the church. The Bible says he purchased it with his blood. Precious blood, Hallelujah! In uh, uh, in First Corinthians chapter six, verse twenty, and in Rome, in Acts chapter chapter twenty, verse twenty-eight, he purchased the church. So let's move on from there quickly. Um, so he he uh, he said that we are Peter. So can you imagine the impact on the mind of Peter about this rock revelation? Then Peter's writing his epistle because of what he understood, because of what Peter understood concerning what Jesus said or concerning what the church is, because of his understanding of the church as uh, being transformed from clay to stone. He said in First Peter chapter 2, verse 5, Ye also as living stones or as lively stones. Hallelujah! Now he said, Why are you lively stones? For a purpose you also as lively stones have built up a spiritual house so two things we have done that has been done to us we have built up so now until you begin to receive the milk you cannot be the prop the stone you should be to be built up last week i spoke about um mineralization okay per mineralization or the proper the other actual word is petrification what is petrification I think in some way in America, uh, Florida or also. I think there's a big place, and they they do petrification wood. They take ordinary wood and they pass through water that contains mineral substances, so particular stony or mineral substance. They pass through gently, gradually, gradually over a long period of time, as I explained previously. And after after a while, by the time you realize the wood has lost its woodness, it looks like wood in every sense, but is con- constituent components. Uh, constituent components have changed from just wooden elements. The core essence of it is not more wooden, it's mineral. So it's stone. If you put that, if you take another wood, you look, put them aside, they look the same. But if you put them in water, uh, sorry, in fire. If you put both in fire, the normal wood and the petrified wood, if you put the petrified wood and the normal wood in fire, one will bend, one will never bend. Remember when Paul Paul says that um. Everyone's work will be tested. Some people are building with wood, straw, and hay. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 12. Now, and then silver, gold, silver, and precious stone. Those things cannot be bent. Gold, silver, verse 14, it said fire will test each uh, uh, test the work of everyone, everyone's work. So it will be tested. Verse 13, I'm sorry. It will be tested by fire. Now fire burns wood, but fire cannot burn stone. Hallelujah. That's why sometimes when you see a house that has caught fire, every other thing is bent, but you see the the concrete and other things standing fire burns wood but fire cannot burn stone so god is changing us from just elements of wood to uh, to to stone um can, we, we cannot be bent now uh, yes this is very important I'm, I'm i'm heading towards the point so that is the purpose of petrification so a petrified wood cannot burn in fire because it is now stone it's it's it, Core essence a stone. A stone. Now, what is this. The word, even the word, petrified. Petrified. The original Greek that translates petrified. Uh, okay, it is translated from the original core. The core Greek word that is translated petrified is the same core Greek word translated petros, Peter. Peter. So Peter is like a petrified wood a petrified personality and so he is telling us we too as people who are being petrified how are we being been petrified watch this <laughs> i want to shout hallelujah I hope, I hope you don't mind hallelujah watch this we as stones and so as as ordinary beings clay being petrified we are being transformed guess what how we how is how is this happening the verse two that is it the adolus adolos. adolos uh, the, the sincere adulterous milk of the word. The sincere milk of the word, as going through every day, as you keep hearing the word and reading the word, as you keep hearing the word and reading the word, hearing the word and reading the word, something is happening to you. Sometimes you, may, you don't have to feel, oh, it falls No, 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 no. Just keep it systematically. You don't even see it. It's like imperceptible. Like the way the hair grows on your skin. You never feel the hair growing by growth or your nail the way your nail grows. You never feel it growing. But guess what? It's growing. It's the same way as you expose yourself constantly to the word of God, to the word of God. Something is happening in you. Petrification is taking place. Uh mineralization is taking place. God looks like Jasper and that the, the new Jerusalem also looks like Jasper, which is made up of stone. So we are also like Jasper. We are we are the building blocks of the New Jerusalem as Jasper. So we are being jasperized. The more you get close to God, the more I preach a whole message on jasperization. Hallelujah. God is washing we are being awashed with God, God's core, God's essence, the more you come to the word. So as you expose yourself to the word of God, feed on the word, hear the word, read the word, every day, systematically, systematically. You may not feel it, but actually something is happening. You are being transformed. You are being metamorphosed. You are being changed. There's transformation going on because of your exposure to the world, and now that is what makes you even a, a, a appropriate material for the building of God's house. I hope you are getting what I'm, I'm talking about. So now, after the milk comes in, we grow, and then as we are growing into, and we, as we are growing as stones, we are now being built together with others. Now, as I, I mentioned at that time, the togetherness of the building is very essential togetherness of the building. We are being built together into a holy, a spiritual house, and a holy, very important, a spiritual house and a holy priesthood. We are the house of God. And First Peter chapter 4, verse 17, he said, time is coming, and the judgment will begin in the house of God. Oh, OK, where is the house of God? We, the church, the house of God. We are the house of God in the uh, house. Uh, in hebrews chapter 3 verse 6 it says whose house we are in first first timothy chapter 3 verse 15 it talks about you know how to conduct yourself in the house of god uh in the house of god which is the church of the living god what is the house of God? the church of the living god so we are being built into the spiritual house but we are not just a natural house we are a spiritual house which i spoke about there and not only a house Okay, not only a spiritual house, it takes the life of God to make us spiritual. And it takes the nature of God, as I said the other time, to make us holy. So we are a spiritual house and a holy priesthood. What is the purpose of the priesthood? It is to offer services, as I mentioned, offer services. In we are supposed to offer services. In Romans chapter fifteen verse sixteen, is very important, very interesting. The job of the priest, one of our jobs, is to offer services. What are the services? By saving lost, the lost soul, and bringing them to Christ, so and building the church by that. So watch this. He says that that I might. I might be a minister. That word translated "minister" is a um, it is a, a laboring priest. A minister is a, a priest who is laboring. Okay, a laboring priest to the Gentiles. Oh, sorry, of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God. That that the offering of the Gentiles might be acceptable. Sanctified by the so it's like we offer the Gentiles what the Gentiles here mean people who don't know Christ who don't have a relationship with God we uh, offer them to God you know that's why every believer must be a a soul winner every believer must be a soul winner and establishing souls in the church that is part of your priestly duty and as as well as serving in the house of God to build the house of God that's why you have been saved you are a stone to be a spiritual house and a and a holy priesthood, a body of priests. We are just seven. Now, watch this. This is very important to understand. Um, at the, at the NIV of NIV version of Romans 15, 16. Look at it again on the screen. NIV version is that to be to be a minister of Jesus uh, Christ Jesus to the Gentiles, which uh, sorry, to the Gentiles with the priestly duty of proclaiming the gospel of god it's a priestly duty okay you don't have to wear a color or all that is going to sounds no 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 i'm talking about every believer or the priesthood of all believers we are all priests and one of our assignments is to offer or uh, the unsaved, save them and offer them as our sacrifices to god what sacrifice have you got to offer to god this year may god use you to save more souls this year may god use us to save more souls and build his house and then Part of it too is the job of the priest in the old testament is to offer special sacrifices, the sin offerings, the bent offering. Christ is our sin offering, he's our meal offering, he's our pe- pe- bent offering, he's our peace offering. So our worship to God is actually is accepted through Christ. Hallelujah. We are there to give God worship. Praise the Lord. So moving on from there, we are spiritual priesthood. Now that brings us to verse six. Wherefore also it's contained in the in the scriptures. In the scripture behold i lay in zion a chief cornerstone so this jesus is the cornerstone he's elect precious he that believes on him shall not be confounded jesus is elect and precious and if we believe on him we will not be confounded according to what the scriptures say now watch the verse 7 says that um uh, it says that unto you therefore us Who believe, he is precious, but it's not so to everybody. So don't wait for everybody to say, "I like Jesus," before you serve him the way you should, because not everybody will love our Jesus. Unto you, unto he said, unto you therefore, who believe, he is precious. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the, excuse me, the head of the corner. I need you to understand this, brothers and sisters. This is very, very important um the stone which the builders rejected has become the head of the corner now we to us is a precious stone but it doesn't cease to be a stone to those who are not saved yeah see is there? he doesn't cease to be a stone he's still a stone to them but he's a stone of offense look at verse eight look at verse eight uh, verse eight says that um, a stone of stumbling a rock of offense even to them which stumble at the word being disobedient where Whereunto also they are appointed. So it's a stone of offense, but to us it's a precious stone and Christ is our stone. Now, let me end quickly because of my time. Let me end quickly by landing us into, in verse nine. Verse nine is such an amazing text to look at. Verse nine, it says that, but ye are a chosen generation, Come on, me, you, we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Wow, four things that he has mentioned we are. Number one, we are a chosen generation. Number two, we are a royal priesthood. Number three, we are a holy nation. Number four, we are a peculiar people. What? We? Now, in in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, the Bible says, that we are the workmanship of Christ. The Greek word translated workmanship is poimen. And the, the word poimen also means uh, uh, masterpiece. Okay, so we are God's masterpiece. What? just the New Living Translation. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us a new... Incre- oh, wow, we the church, we the... the this. Uh, uh, petrified stones we the church of christ we the same people we have been created anew in christ jesus so we can uh, we can do good things uh, he planned for us to do which is the offer priesthood service and build the house okay now back to so we are masterpiece we are masterpiece we are uh, but with this rubbish rubbish um uh, but i like the way that i think john newton sang a song he said amazing grace that as grace how sweet the sound that saves a wretch wretched we we are wretched sinners the only good thing in us uh is i mean in fact there's nothing good in us we are only good for hell we are that's why when you are coming you are born again you should appreciate that it's god who chose you we are a chosen generation we you didn't choose yourself he chose us see once you have this mind that i didn't come by myself i was chosen it's engenders and it's a greater desire for honor, honoring God. It it's actually helps us to actually desire to honor God properly. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's important. We want to honor God properly with our lives. We, it makes us want to honor God with our substances. It makes us want to honor God. And we are we are grateful in our worship and in our approach to the way we do the things of God. We are grateful to God. We are grateful to God. Why? Because he saved us. He saved us, he chose, we were living our own life on the way to hell, and then he, he said no, I'm not going to allow you to go to hell, I'm not going to allow you to go to hell, I'm going to save you, I'm coming to save you, so he said that he chose us, somebody said I'm chosen, a righteous sinner, chosen, come on, don't, you see, the problem is when people don't realize how much Jesus has done for them in saving them from their sins, they don't actually appreciate it very much, they complain about all kinds of things, but if you know, how much you didn't even deserve to be called a christian i didn't deserve to be called a child of god and yet he chose me and made me a child of god it makes me very humble and very grateful i'm chosen i'm chosen and we are a chosen generation i'm chosen hallelujah hallelujah and we are guess what not just a chosen generation we are four things a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people hallelujah a chosen generation a royal priesthood a a chosen generation so we are a generation we are a priesthood we are a nation and we are a people (laughs) hallelujah this is what makes us the masterpiece can you imagine he has made a masterpiece out uh, out of or from uh, a, a, a damaged merchandise you when you were born before you became born again before i became born again i was a damaged merchandise good for the garbage not, not good for God. No, nothing in me was good for God. Damaged merchandise. Hallelujah! You, you, come, you remember who you were. You know how you used to be. You know how your life used to be like. You, nothing good. In, fact, in spite of that, oh yeah, yeah. You learned. Yeah, you're able to do. You're successful in your business and a lot of things. This is just earthly. Spiritually, spiritually bankrupt of anything good. Spiritually bankrupt. That's why Bible says that blessed are the poor in spirit. For they shall be, uh, 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 they, they shall shall be saved, or they shall uh, see God. Or you know, Jesus Christ came, blessed are the poor in spirit. For this is the kingdom of heaven. If you admit your poverty, how impoverished you are. We 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 were. It makes you admire. It makes you humble enough to be grateful to God. I thank God for my salvation, and I thank God for your salvation. If you are saved, shout hallelujah. And so he chose us, he chose us damaged merchandise. Mm-hmm. Damaged merchandise. Anybody who is not born again, spiritually speaking, is a damaged merchandise. If you are not in Christ, you are a damaged merchandise. Good for nothing. And damage, nothing's good spiritually. Good for nothing, apart from Satan's works. God cannot use us for good works. He said, masterpiece. We are the masterpiece of God, uh, created in Christ. He says, unto good works. But if you are not if you are damaged, you can be used for good works. Hallelujah. You can attempt to be a philanthropist, do nice things, but spiritually, you are still not good enough. Hallelujah. But thank God that me, a damaged, me- oh, come on, I feel like preaching. Thank God that me, a damaged merchandise, have been saved. A damaged merchandise like me, I have received salvation. I'm talking about a damaged merchandise, oh, come on, I feel like preaching. A damaged merchandise like me, he saved me. He sent me, he sent me and not just sent me, and made me a masterpiece. He sent me and made me, a, oh, I feel like preaching. He sent me a make merchandise like me and, me, me and made me a masterpiece. He sent me and made me a masterpiece. He sent me and made me a masterpiece. If you are the one I'm talking about, shout hallelujah. <laughs> Damn merchandise from a a, a, a masterpiece from a damaged merchandise. We are chosen, 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 hallelujah, for the choosing of God, hallelujah, for choosing us. Glory to Jesus for choosing us. We are chosen. (laughs) I'm having a good time here, can you imagine? I'm having a very good time here. I am the sound engineer. I am the God's life, as I'm doing his life. And because of coronavirus I'm alone in the office and doing everything and i'm I'm having fun and, and the word is even so good it's so good <laughs> hallelujah praise God we we, 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 are, we were damaged we were damaged but we have been chosen to to be turned into a masterpiece the church is the masterpiece of God it's the masterpiece of God that, uh, ma- a masterpiece out of damaged merchandise it's only God who can take you you. Come on, look at who you used to be. People are even so shocked you are changed. When you say you are, you are changed, you yourself, you didn't really think, Hey, is it for real? <laughs> I say, when you say you are, you are changed, a lot of people were surprised, No, you can't be changed. They said, We give you one month, we we'll give you two weeks, we we'll give you three weeks, or we give you three months, you backslide. But thank God, look at this. You are real. This thing is for real. This thing, this salvation, I'm like, ah, ah, can I mean, it's for real. I have to end up. It's for real. But four things he has made us out of, which makes us a masterpiece. Number one, we are a generation. Number two, we are a priesthood. Number three, we are a, 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 a nation. Number four, a peculiar people. When we are priests, we are priests. What does it mean? People to give service to God. Remember, I spoke about it. So to be a priest means we are called to offer services to God. Hallelujah. That's what we are. So if you are out of service, it's no good. Say, my friend, lady. Madam, if you are out of service to God, you are not offering services to God. It's not good because you are called, you are to offer service. That's priesthood. And guess what? not ordinary priesthood, but we are royal, keenly, kinly priesthood. We serve the king. And then number num- number two, so first of all, it says that for you are, sorry, let me start, the chosen generation. Chosen generation, what does it mean to be a chosen generation? If you talk about generation, you can, uh, you can you, it can also, it also means... Um, um, uh, a, 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 a race. We are a chosen race. To be raised, we, race is like descent. God is our. We descend from God. We are a race. So a race. Uh, every race comes from a particular line. So God is our lineage. We are a, 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 a chosen generation. A chosen race. God chose us. And then number two, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Now. Uh, uh, we are ro- we are royal, kingly, and to offer sacrifices. So generation means uh, we are di- we are descent of God. Descent we are de- our descent is up from God. Descent is from God. And then number two, priesthood means f- uh, offer service. A holy nation, okay. And lo- a holy when you talk about a nation, a nation is a community of people, a large community of people, and we are a community of God's own community. Hallelujah! And guess what? We are a holy God's own community. And then finally, we are also a peculiar, a, a, a peculiar people, a peculiar treasure. According to Titus chapter two verse fourteen, it says that he saved us with his blood to make treasure out of us. He's making treasure out of us. So he saved us. It says that who he uh, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify us, uh, purify for himself his uh, for him uh, for himself his own special. People zealous for good work. We couldn't be good for good works, but now we are special, peculiar people. We are unique to God. When we talk about peculiar, we are precious. In Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse um, 6. Yeah, Deuteronomy 7, verse 6. God said it to the the people of Israel. Deuteronomy 7, 6. He says that, for you are a holy people. To the Lord your God, that the Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special, oh my God, this is so good, a special treasure above all the peoples on the face. We are special, we are God's special people. Look at chapter 7, um, chapter 14, Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 2. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 2. It says that, For you are a holy people to the Lord your God, and the Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special treasure above all peoples who are on the face of the earth. Look at chapter 26, verse 18. Deuteronomy 26, verse 18. This is too beautiful. He said, Also, today the Lord has proclaimed you to be his special people, just as he promised you that you should keep all the commandments. So he has proclaimed us to be his special people. And in Exodus chapter 19 verse 5, he says that if we keep his covenant with him, now therefore, if you indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people. Hallelujah. And now this is what Peter is talking about, that we are a special treasure to God. We are a special treasure to God. We are a special treasure to God. Let's hold dear to it. Let's serve God and know that we are a special treasure of God. We are a treasure means something has that has value. In God has investment in us, and we are valuable to Him on the whole in the in the uh, on uh, in the earth, all the whole of the earth. The people of God, people may not identify us like that in your family because you are born again. They might, mani- might marginalize you, disdain you. People may not respect you much, maybe because you don't have drive that car or you don't do that. You don't do that, but guess what? You are treasured to God. God sees us as treasure. So even in these times of crisis and pandemic, God, remember, God has His treasure on this earth. And we are his treasure, we are his treasure. Cannot, come on, can you imagine? We, God has made a treasure out of us and he's, we are his masterpiece. We were, we, we were damaged merchandise, damaged goods, but now we are his masterpiece. We are his masterpiece. We are the chosen, the chosen generation, the royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Chosen, royal, holy, peculiar, hallelujah! Chosen, royal, holy peculiar that makes us a masterpiece from damaged uh, merchandise. thank god for his goodness and thank god for his kindness i believe somebody has received something today I believe, I believe this thank you for listening to hear more from david entry follow him on facebook instagram twitter and linkedin why don't you subscribe to our youtube channel at Caris church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date Be blessed.